What's up, everybody? Welcome to the newest installment of the Minorities Report. As usual, I am your head minority in charge, Gus. With me, as always, is my biracial consigliere, Jay Shell. What is good, everybody? What's good in the hood, baby? What's good, baby? So, Jay, mm. we're going to get right into our topic because there's a lot to discuss. Mm-hmm. So, apparently, Marvel, with the big news that they just released the teaser of De- not only Deadpool and Wolverine, and Wolverine mm-hmm. which looks fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that another day. Yeah. However, there's some big news coming out about their casting, finally, for a Fantastic Four movie under the Marvel Universe MCU umbrella. That is because correct. Because previously, before, mm-hmm. uh, it was Fox owned it. Yeah. Fox, and we know we know the track record with uh, Fox when it comes to superhero movies, which we'll get into. That they're phenomenal and, and amazing and great. Yeah, in opposite world, <laughs> boom! <laughs> you just <laughs> they they did one movie right, one Logan. Come no. on. Logan. Oh, oh! I talk about I talk about Fo- no, no, uh, Fantastic Four in general. No, no, Logan. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the, the f- Logan and Deadpool. Oh, that's right. The two Deadpool movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. give you that one. Oh, that was more Ryan Reynolds than it was Fox. Yeah. To be honest, come on. Yeah. But anyway, but anyway, they announced the casting of the fan, the four of the Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them is everybody's internet zaddy. That'd be uh, Pedro Pascal. Everybody's internet zaddy, Pedro Pascal. Uh-huh. And uh, also to uh, play uh, Sue Storm is uh, Vanessa Kirby, who is uh, best known for her um, role in um, The Queen. Yep. Um, the Queen. Which she's phenomenal in. Yep. Uh, she was also in Napoleon. And she was also in uh, Hobbs and Shaw. All right. Yeah, oh, yeah. But, and also, uh, Eben Moss Barak. Yep. He's, from, the, he's the dude from uh, Punisher season one. He played Micro. Mi- yep. And then he was also in, he was also, he's in that new hit show, The Bear. He yep. plays his uh, shitty fucking uh, cousin. Yep. He calls Richie. him cousin, but he's not cousin. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Joseph Quinn, best known as, uh, what's his face? Um, mm. From uh, Stranger Things, head of the Hellfire Club. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Eddie. Eddie, yep. Eddie Munson. Yeah, Eddie Munson. You know why he was named Eddie? Mm. Because uh, he, look, think about it. Look at his look. I, Iron Maiden? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that was Eddie. The, the, the mascot, yeah. Yep, and yeah. Yep. So, yeah. And he also, you know who else he looked like too? Mm. The Brian Polito comic book character, um, Evil Ed. Mm. Uh, not Evil Ed, uh, Evil Ernie. Evil Ernie? Evil Ernie. If you look up Evil Ernie, uh, mm. created by uh, Brian uh, Polito, mm-hmm. yeah, he, he looks like him. Mm-hmm. In Stranger Things, but yeah, yeah, it's a decent cast. I mm-hmm. mean, uh, they're relatively ex- except for Pedro Pascal mm-hmm. and of course Vanessa Kirby. The other two guys are kind of, I don't want to say unknown, but they haven't hit their peak in Hollywood yet. Yeah, which is funny because mm-hmm. uh, what's his face? Eben is Eben is for Ebon Eben. Yeah, he's forty something years old. Well, honestly, it's taken like a lot of like acclaimed actors a long time, even into um, near middle age, to like hit their big break. I mean, Pedro Pascal is a fucking <laughs> is is a fucking proof of that. Yeah, but again, he. Uh, he's he had always the language barrier thing, and mm-hmm. but he, I mean he's gotten the last what ten years. Mm-hmm. Every time they like want to make something, like, I know. Let's get Pedro Pascal. Okay, it's like he can't play everything. Okay, so <laughs> okay, so and I and I do get it. So right. my my impression of the cast, like they're all fucking phenomenal, straight up. But starting with uh, Pedro, real quick, mm-hmm. um, I do agree he is a bit overexposed. 
There's a he. Yeah. he it's because he's great. He is awesome. That's why he's in a lot of shit. I mean, Last of Us, uh, Mandalorian. He is, but going to like uh, Doctor Strange, uh, Ma- uh, Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. I mean, John Krasinski just. He should be I honestly. Mean, he's I would, always been my pick for yeah, Reed Richards. I I was just a, I I was a bit bummed out when um well I because that he it was revealed that he wasn't gonna play Reed Richards going forth right um it was great it was still great to see him as Reed Richards even as a multiverse yeah. variation of him I mean if for me he would have been perfect for it and as Sue Storm mm-hmm. I would have either cast his wife mm-hmm. his real life wife uh, mm-hmm. Emily, Blunt. Her, Emily Blunt Emily mm-hmm. Blunt or or Honestly, mm-hmm. Anya Taylor Joy, mm-hmm. for me, I would have been a great Sue Storm. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's yeah, it, especially mm-hmm. if it was against uh, John Krasinski. Mm-hmm. She's a little too young, I think, to be opposite of Pedro Pascal. Yeah, because she's only twenty seven. Mm-hmm. But if it was gonna be, um, if it were gonna be John Krasinski, I think she could have played right. Uh, but even though Vanessa Kirby is kind of still looks young, she's thirty five, but she yeah. looks young compared to Pedro Pascal. Well, and honestly, um. I can understand why they hired Pedro Pascal because the MCU has been in trouble. Like, not financially. They still make bank, but critically. Yeah, they do. Critically. And so, also, they need that, pretty much like that face again. They don't have a face yet. Ever since uh, Robert Robert Downey Downey Jr. Jr. was the face of the MCU. I mean, if you think about it, dude. I mean, some of their weird-ass, quirky castings. Yeah. People are like, what? Come on. But it's worked. Like, previously. Not Mm -hmm. recently, but previously. Like, when I uh, when I first heard that uh, Benedict Cumberbatch was mm-hmm. playing uh, Doctor Strange, I'm like, I don't, I don't fucking, I don't even know who this dude is. Yeah, I was unfamiliar I was with like, him. Yeah, but but they were at first. Now that you see him as it, their other choices were going to be Johnny Depp mm-hmm. or Joaquin Phoenix. I'm like, thank I can't, God, no, they didn't. No, no, both of them. Because they would fine actors. Well, they would have made nah. it quirky. Well, it's yeah, because like Johnny Stepp always has that Tim Burton energy in everything yeah. that he does. Well, he would probably try to want to get Tim Burton directed, right? Which would have been terrible. <laughs> well, I mean, Batman, come on now, don't hate on Batman. Take off the nostalgia goggles. Batman was an amazing movie. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So, but, but but going back to the, you're right about the Robert Downey Jr. thing. But even with him, yeah. when I heard him being cast as Iron Man, I'm like, I don't well, see. Well, it. yeah. Well, that was like you know back when his star has faded due to like you know the arrest, drugs, alcoholism, and all well, that. And it was even beyond that. It's just I didn't see him being able to play that heroic character. Mm-hmm. But when they rewrote Tony Stark to be a bit more snarky, because he was never like that in the mm-hmm. comic books, uh, he was more like the rich millionaire playboy thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't buy it. But then yeah. when I saw him, the first movie, I was like, okay, nailed yeah. it. So, um, but yeah, so I can, like I said, like I can understand them going with Pedro because he's a safe choice. Everybody loves him. He's the internet's daddy. There's nobody who got nothing bad to say about him. Exactly. So he's already got this goodwill. But also, other than that, he's a phenomenal actor. There's a reason why he gets hired for everything. So with Reed, with, with Pedro, he is the thinking man's heartthrob. You know, he has, he's very charming. He's very charismatic. And he's got like this, like, classic good look about him which is what is great for reed richards good look but (laughs) i would say so it's like it's like when women say that benicio del toro's hot you're like where (laughs) where hey i mean don't get me wrong pedro pascal has this masculinity about him Mm -hmm. but i mean yeah i can see it but his attraction is more of the like 
the his his being See, like he can yeah. be funny he doesn't take himself too serious mm-hmm. and he's very um down to earth i think that's what makes him more attractive to people and see and honestly and that, that's a lot of qualities that you know that made reed richards a compelling character because you know um back then and we'll we'll talk we'll tap into this but most of his depictions was just like a stereotypical nerd that's it he's smart that's it i mean at yeah, least yeah, at least with that's the, the way he, that's at, the way he was created by jack kirby and uh, stan lee yeah but over the years he's became more and more of a um, nuanced character yeah and like um um pedro could definitely bring that we know pedro brings a lot of nuance to yeah. his characters my, my thing is like they've they've announced the four mm-hmm. uh but they haven't announced who's Doom. See, and that's a that's going to be a tough one because you know Doom is going to be the yeah. Uh, well, actually, they're talking about replacing Kang, mm-hmm. the Conqueror, with, with Doom. Doom as the as the big evil, in which the, uh, oh the big villain in the MCU. Which honestly, they should have done that from the get go. I felt that Kang was way too soon. He's like a D level villain yeah. in the in the, uh, in the Marvel universe, like. He's more of a Fantastic Four villain, and he's not even that much. Right. Uh, I think Doctor Doom, one, he is a more branded character. More people know who Doctor Doom is. And also, Doctor Doom, I feel, is the prototype. He's the blueprint of the supervillain. A lot of supervillains, whether they're serious or parody, right. take their their cue from Doctor Doom. Well, my thing is, if you you had this megalomaniac world conqueror... Uh, alien from the first movie mm-hmm. with all this power. Mm-hmm. Let's do the complete opposite, where mm-hmm. Doctor Doom is just a regular man who's trying to achieve that mm-hmm. godlike power. Right. So he's kind of coming from the opposite direction of Thanos. Right. And I think that would have been better for it. Mm-hmm. You know. And I and honestly, I wish they would have killed off Thanos because mm-hmm. it would have been great for him to face Doctor Doom. Right. But anyway. But yeah. But actually, I'll uh, I'll top in that in just a bit and everything because we're gonna do like um. Our predictions, like what we're, what they should, how they should approach it. Well, but as far as like uh, Doom, like I, I do agree, they should have went with Doom as like the um, the the post end game villain as yeah. an overarching villain. Right. Because right now, Kang, the thing with Kang is, aside from you know, it's not just that he's a D level villain, is the fact that his power and lore is so immense that you can't really capture it. Like even through a lot. A entire phase of movies like you would need that 10 years that they did with Thanos for Kang well here's the thing about it the the thing about the Kang is also the reason why I think they went with him mm-hmm. was because this was they probably because you know how Kevin Feige is they had this done like five years ago whatever mm-hmm. before they even had the Fox property mm-hmm. so they didn't know they were going to be able to use Doctor Doom mm-hmm. so it was probably already in the works to use Kang because he's the next one that they had the rights and property to makes sense they didn't have Magneto they mm-hmm. didn't have Doctor Doom so, so it almost feels like who else, else is left yeah <laughs> exactly yeah but anyway yeah but going real quick into the history of the Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four was created back, all the way back in the 1960s, 1961 to be exact. They were actually the first uh, superhero team that Marvel had mm-hmm. uh, when it was created by Jack Kirby and Stan Lee. However, I don't know if a lot of people know that they were they they were based on another Jack Kirby work. They were influenced, Jack Kirby and Stanley, when they created the Fantastic Four, they were influenced by the Justice League of America because mm-hmm. what happened is DC had popped off and had success with a superhero team. Mm-hmm. They had only done individuals before then, uh, like Spider-Man, 
Captain America. So they mm-hmm. wanted to do something where it was a team. Mm-hmm. And so they created the Fantastic Four. But they and they used the JLA as an inspiration for that. However, the true mm-hmm. inspiration behind it was actually I don't know if you've ever if you're familiar with the Challengers of the Unknown by DC Comics. Mm-hmm. Challengers of the Unknown were these four people who went on these crazy adventures. One was a pilot, the other was like a movie star. So, but they were normal humans. They were didn't have powers, mm-hmm. but they were created by Jack Kirby mm-hmm. and Joe Simon. For DC Comics. Mm-hmm. So when Jack Kirby was with Stan Lee and Marvel, so it's kind of like a mashup of the JLA with mm-hmm. powers mm-hmm. and the challenges of the unknown that go on these great adventures mm-hmm. fighting all these villains and, and aliens and shit. Mm-hmm. So that's how the Fantastic Four came to be. So they were the first Marvel superhero group. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, hey, that, and that's <clears> why they call Marvel's first family. Marvel's first family. Yep. Yep. And they had a hit cartoon back in the 60s. Just tell me a little about their history. Yeah. Uh, they had a hit cartoon back in the 60s. I don't yeah. know if you're familiar it with was it. A, actually, I'm glad that you asked if I was familiar with it because um, I remember watching it for the very first time back in the summer of 95 um, when uh, my dad got cable, and mm. uh, that's where I discovered the Cartoon Network. And in the afternoons, they had this action power block. I forgot what it was called, but it was Fantastic Four, the Centurions, and that was my introduction to um, the Fantastic Four by Wait, Hanna-Barbera. the 1960s Fantastic Four? Yeah, they showed oh, that. Because yeah. remember, this is a 90s Cartoon Network. Right. So they had like a lot of cartoons from Hanna-Barbera's vault as part of their programming. Mm. So, but yeah. And honestly, it was a really cool show. Like, it's dated, of course, because it's 1960s. <laughs> it was. But it had that golden age comic book charm to it. You could right. still watch it and still be... Um, and uh, you know, enthralled by it. And plus, the soundtrack slapped. But it was really cool to see um, uh, the Fantastic Four uh, for the first time. Right. And coincidentally, that was the same year I found out about the '90s Fantastic Four cartoon. Just real quick. Right. Um, but yeah, in the '90s, um, there was the Marvel Action Hour, and the first uh, half hour was Iron Man cartoon. And the second part, uh, second uh, half hour was uh, the Fantastic Four. Right. See, but then you fast forward to the 1970s, mm-hmm. and there was another um, another uh, Fantastic Four cartoon. Mm-hmm. However, it was minus one character. Johnny Storm. Johnny Storm, the Human Torch. It was re- he was replaced by Herbie the Robot. Yeah, which and yeah, go ahead. Oh, um, but uh, yeah. So there was that uh, urban myth that the reason they replaced Johnny Storm. If you don't let me finish, I was getting into that. Yeah. yeah. Well, Wait. now you know how I feel. <laughs> I was in the middle of a fucking sentence. I'm talking about the other stuff. But anyway, go ahead. He was, it, there was an urban legend where the kids would set themselves on fire. But what happens is, turns mm-hmm. out that Universal, who owned the rights, didn't, wasn't involved in the cartoon. So they wouldn't let them allow them to use the human torch. Yeah. So they came up with Herbie the Robot, which stood for Humanoid Environmental Robot B-Type Integrated Electronics. They came up with that shit just because they wanted to call him Herbie. Yeah. Was like, <laughs> he was like a poochie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, what happened to Poochie? Yeah. He went back to his home planet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah. But no. And it was supposed to be like for, what was it? Like a TV movie. Like a live action solo movie. He, he what? The for, Human Torch? The Human yeah. Torch. But that, it never know, happened. Yeah. yeah. Because he wasn't even the original Human Torch, Johnny Storm. The original Human Torch date back to the 1930s. It was he. It was part of the Marvel series before Marvel became its own company. Mm-hmm. It was because the quote-unquote original Marvel heroes were uh, Submariner, 
Namor the Submariner, mm-hmm. Captain America, and the Human Torch. And that was under a timely comic. Yeah, right? and the yeah. Human Torch was actually a... But actually, fun fact, the Human Torch and Neymar uh, made their first appearance in the same comic book mm-hmm. uh, called Marvel Comics. And it was... Uh, yeah, he was an android that was created by the U.S. government to mm-hmm. be a, a hero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was supposed to be some android, but then when his the android body hit the oxygen... He he caught on fire, mm-hmm. but then they realized he could control. But anyway, so that means Johnny Storm wasn't the original one. Mm. Then, what happened was there was a there was it, it lulled it and because it it got outplayed by other cartoons back in the eighties. You know, you had your Spider Man, the Amazing Friends, Fantastic, mm-hmm. uh, the Incredible Hulk, mm-hmm. Iron Man, all this, and no, they never really did anything with it. Yeah, until uh, it, the movie rights were sold because back in the nineties. Marvel was selling the movie rights to everything. It was to help them from a, a um, what do you call it, um, avoid bankruptcy. Right. They almost yeah. went bankrupt. Mm-hmm. Mattel bought them out, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Remember when they had the shitty action figures? That was no, um, Toy Biz. Toy Biz. Yeah. Yeah. Toy Biz bought them out, and then they were going, so they were selling the movie rights off to everybody. Uh, that's what gave us Blade. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blade. That gave, they have that shitty uh, Roger Corman Captain America movie. I think oh, it was a Roger. It looked like was, a Roger Corman Captain America movie. Uh, no, you're not. I'm not talking about the '80s one with the with the uh, motorcycle helmet with the plastic shield. No, that was in the no, '70s. No. Yeah. Uh, no, this one actually was in. The, I, remember, I remember that it had a uh, what's his face, J.D. Salinger's son, Matt Salinger, right. as uh, Captain America. As Captain America, yeah. and then for some reason they they changed the Red Skull from being a a German Nazi mm-hmm. to an Italian fascist. Yeah. For some reason. I remember seeing that movie on HBO yeah. when I was a toddler. And, and yeah. the Hulk, I mean, and the Red Skull looked like he had like bubble gum on his face. It just looked <laughs> awful. And if you notice on Captain America's mask, mm-hmm. he, he, you know how Captain America's old mask had his ear showing yeah. through the mask? Mm-hmm. If you look, they're plastic ears. Like they made a full mask <laughs> and made the fake ear. He's got fake fucking ears on. That just seems like too much work for nothing. I don't know. But so... Anyway, because if they would have cut the holes out, it probably would hurt his ears on the outside, and I don't know. But yes, it was J.D. Salinger's grandson. That yeah, was, that who was, was uh, who was one of the um, evil jocks from Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh boy. So yeah, which which actually now that makes kind of ironic, considering it, that it, Chris yeah, Evans before he was Cap, he yeah. was in not another teen movie as a jock. As a jock. Yeah, but he wasn't a. Yeah, I guess he was kind of. He a was a dick. Jock. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, at, at around that time, they had sold. The Fantastic Four rights, and they and what happened was the fantastic the rights were about to lapse, mm-hmm. so like they quickly made a Fantastic Four movie. Yeah, awful by Roger Corman. By Roger, it was yeah. the most. It was the worst. It was so bad. Yeah. that they never even released it. They made it to mm-hmm. keep it so they can hold on to the rights. See, that's always a red flag when a property is made before the deadline of its ex- of its um, expiration for its rights. Just to be made. It just to be made. It's always shit. Yeah, and this is no exception. Oh, dude, this movie was so bad. No, I have you ever seen it? I've never seen it. You've seen clips of it though. You had, no, no, no. <laughs> maybe you maybe. gotta. Sue Storm's four is like on her stomach. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's so okay. bad. Okay, actually, I take that back. Now I just remembered. I did see. One of the weirdest things, wow. um, it was first it was there it was Reed Richards trying to stretch, but oh it's like that Lord. bad nineties practical effects. Yeah. But and also it, it was also you could definitely tell they didn't really fully read the script or or like, you know, treated it because yeah. Alicia Masters is in there, who's Ben Grimm's uh, love interest. She's a blind artist. Mm-hmm. There's this scene where she's getting kidnapped by Doom, but it's from her point of view and you see his hands 
capture her. Right. She's blind. So why would you have... He's covering a, her eyes. Right. Well, also, like, why would you have a shot of her point of view? And it's... Oh, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> the screen's just black. Right. <laughs> no. Yeah. And, and come on, dude. It has such an all-star cast. You didn't know that? Actually, it's, I'm glad you mentioned the cast because the first con we met, yeah. Sue Storm was a guest there. Rebecca Stab. Yeah. I was like, dude, I look at the cast. And I'm like, I have no clue who half these people are. Yeah. Um, there was Alex Hyde White, mm-hmm. uh, Joseph Culp, Jay Underwood. The only one I even think I've heard of before was Jay Underwood. His uh, name, it sounds vaguely familiar. He was in the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. Was he young Indiana Jones? I believe he was. Oh, I remember that. That was on ABC. No, right? he was Ernest Hemingway on okay. the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. But as a young Ernest Hemingway, uh-huh. uh, he played Sonny Bono. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why the fuck he played Sonny Bono. Yeah. Oh, he was in the Adventures of Ford Fairlane. He was the club guy mm-hmm. Bob. He was on Twenty One Jump Street. He was like a bit character. Yeah. Actor. But so yeah, it- he was. He was. Uh, he he was the Human Torch. Yeah, so it sounds like they got a lot of like these unknown character well, B actors. actors, B well, actors, B, B actors, actors. Because Corman, the movies that they used to make were all B movies. Yeah, well, he's the shock master. Yeah, you know what was. I'm saying. So I mean, like this. Honest, so it's no shock that this movie sounded like it was basically just another one of his uh, B fifty movies, but without exactly. the charm. Yep. Yeah. You know what's the biggest? You, okay. You know what's the biggest thing that uh, Joseph Culp, the guy that played Doctor Doom, is known for? Mm. His father's Robert Culp. Oh, from uh, I Spy, I Spy, Greatest American yeah, yeah, Hero. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's his father. Huh? That's death. Yeah. And they say that Nepo babies get a lot of opportunities. <laughs> Apparently, he should have right. got the opportunity not to make this movie. But yeah, so like, but yeah, so this movie it was just famous, but for the wrong reasons. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's famous for being unreleased and being just extremely bad. And yeah, I remember seeing the the pictures. Yeah, and, and it looked their fours like by their stomach. Yeah, and it looks like fucking like ruby costumes. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> it looks like somebody made it. Their mom yeah. made it. Mom, hurry up! Right, we got to make the movie. Actually, it's funny you mentioned that because that's basically what happened with the costume design. Like they gave the costume designer such a short window of preparation yeah. that they had to buy all these Fantastic Four comics just to research. Yeah. Do you know and the. the the thing you know who he looked like he mm. looked like you you ever see um you ever watch land of the lost the tv show the the slee stacks he yeah. looked like an orange slee stack i expect them to come out <laughs> <laughs> oh man it was awful dude. but do you know how fun do you know how funny the infamy for the movie is um you know the show arrested development yes so i remember seeing uh, this one arc in the fourth season um the character tobias who's yeah. played by um what's his face from mr show but david cross right um, so he tried to create a stage musical base on the Fantastic oh Four, like the Roger Corman Fantastic Four. And Dude. so, and so basically, the setup was like mm-hmm. he had a he had a relationship with this one actress, uh, and she played Susan Storm for an unreleased Fantastic Four movie. So they went meta with that, and so the whole backstory is a parody of the '94 movie. Right. And so I just thought it was funny that. Th- and then that the whole movie became like the um, what do you call it the punchline for a TV show. Well, the funny thing is that um, Doctor Doom. Mm-hmm. I think that's where they spent most of the budget was on his costume mm-hmm. because his costume looked. I mean, it didn't look horrible for a '90s B movie. Mm-hmm. His costume didn't look horrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, he did look like something out of the Flash Gordon with uh, what's his name, 
Sam Jones. Oh, the eighties Flash Gordon. Yeah, he looked like yeah. he looked like something that belonged in that movie. Oh Jesus! Like Ming the Merciless. Ugh. But it it was it wasn't the most yeah. it wasn't the worst thing on there. Yeah, but you know the thing is is that it it was just a wrong time for yeah. a Fantastic Four movies because like you know practical effects or even special effects even in the nineties were still in its like you know yeah. an, you know prehistoric days. Yeah, he just and the thing looked awful. Yeah, uh, but the the in the nineties also they came out with a fantastic four cartoon there were some of them that were pretty decent there was one that was pretty decent yeah it was around that same time it was almost the same artwork like when they had that spider-man mm-hmm. uh cartoon remember yeah. oh and yeah the uh, the 90s one yeah the Which 90s spider-man they, they actually did a crossover they a did. couple times but like you know honestly the 90s cartoon to this day is still pretty dope because it introduced um black panther that's actually how i first the fantastic out four? was black panther because yeah. they go to wakanda yeah and then it wasn't blade Introducing the Spider-Man cartoon, he was yeah, uh, but he didn't have a sword. He no, had like, he had a lightsaber. He had a lightsaber and laser guns because pew, pew. because Saban and Fox they had a strict mandate they cannot show actual oh no swords guns. or guns. Yeah, guns. I know, so yeah. yeah, so they do yeah, laser. I know that's why GI Joe had laser guns. Yeah, and that's why Punisher had laser guns. Laser. But yeah, but no, pew, but pew. Uh, but the cool thing about the Fantastic Four was that it introduced a lot of kids to more Marvel lore and introduced Black Panther and introduced it the did. Inhumans. It did, but the thing is, it kind of fell off. Because nobody was really interested in the Fantastic Four. Well, you know, well, their were their scheduling did fuck them and Iron Man because it would be on Saturday yeah. mornings, but at crazy early. Yeah. I remember I had to wake up at six a.m. just to watch the Marvel Action Hour. <laughs> it was before Cartoon Network, and also it was syndicated, so yeah. it wasn't like on it was it wouldn't it wasn't have on like, the afternoons after school, you right? Know? Or on like the major networks like ABC, right. NBC, well, so, CBS. But so was also Spider Man. It was syndicated, but Spider Man came on after school as opposed to waiting till Saturday Actually, morning. It wasn't syndicated. It was on Fox. That's that. Well, no, Fox was a major Fo- network. Yeah. Yes and no. Well, it, it because starts, Fox in, is syndic- is that actually a syndicated channel? It's not owned by like it's owned locally, like Fox affiliates, right? You know, each each one is owned by a different affiliate. But by the nineties, it actually did become like one of the, the big four. It did. I mean, but, thank, but thank, thanks to Married with Children, Married and Children, Twenty One Simpsons, Simpsons Twenty One yeah. Jump Street. Yeah. But yeah, but I mean, but still. Um, Spider Man did have like that massive exposure oh, yeah, due yeah, to yeah. that one. Well, so did Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they did that, what was it? Uh, that Wetworks or something like that. It was, oh, oh, uh, oh, Forceworks. Forceworks. See, that was the first season of Iron Man. It was all based on Forceworks, and it was supposed yeah. to be like a very like generic superhero team. Yeah. Then they axed that for they the had, second they season. Added that alien guy on there. Oh yeah, uh, but they decided to get rid. Of, they dropped that in the yeah, second season Iron Man. and went and went darker. Yeah. And they actually started adapting the Armored War storyline. Oh, did they? Yeah. Well, yeah. see, there's also uh, there was one that I had bought the DVDs for the anime. It's kind of an anime style, but it was a series. Yeah, did it? She was it She Hulk in that one too? No, she what? No, it was the thing. Mm. Uh, but she might have been on there for a minute, mm. um, for a little while. But yeah. Yeah, she might have been on there. It was it. I remember the theme song would just go pa da da. It was right. it was a weird ass theme song. Oh, quick thing! It was called it was called uh, Fantastic Four: World's Greatest Heroes. Oh, okay. And the thing had a spray painted four on his chest. <laughs> uh, I mean, I ain't lying. Look, right. look, he had a. Four. <laughs> 
and uh but yeah it was it was decent i yeah. i remember i picked up the dvd i was like fuck it i've never heard of this but let me check it out mm-hmm. it actually wasn't bad it looked cool yeah. like i like the animation style i haven't watched it yet but no you never did yeah yeah johnny storm looked like he's some one of the nickelodeon kids he, i was about to say he looked like johnny test there you go yeah, yeah. Johnny Test. but just one quick thing mm-hmm. uh because i i just thought of this but when you said that dr doom was like you know the most popular villain and everything yeah i noticed that dr doom was featured in way more video games than the actual fantastic four yeah he was in the marvel versus capcom series none of the fantastic four are playable characters nope. it's just doom oh and super scroll super scroll yeah he was in marvel's capcom 3 was he? Mm-hmm. Well, Super Scroll is probably one of the coolest villains that the uh, Fantastic Four has. Don't yeah. get me wrong. They have some cool villains. Like, they have Annihilator, mm-hmm. which is from the negative zone. Yeah. They, they have uh, Super Scroll. Mm-hmm. They have, well, the Scrolls actually mm-hmm. were first Fantastic Four villains. Yeah. Um, Galactus. Mm-hmm. Um, Doctor Doom. They have so many that they're going to be able to choose from. Totally. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. I mean, uh, I hope they do it, like... They, they skip kind of the whole origin story and kind mm-hmm. of like give a synopsis of their origin. Mm-hmm. And then I do hope that they first fight that kaiju like they did in their first issue of the comic books. Oh, I remember what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it was yeah, kind yeah. of like a big giant green monster that came up. Oh, speaking of, they also had the Mole Man. He's another cool ass villain. Honestly, there. I hope they could do a lot of great things with the Mole Man. You know who they should do for Mole Man? Like who should they cast? Hmm. Pan Oswald. Yeah. yeah. Or Paul Giamatti. Oh, actually, Paul Giamatti would be better. <laughs> Paul Giamatti. Well, here's a, actually, you know what? I think Paul Giamatti would be the best one, actually, because yeah. with Pan Oswald, you can't take him seriously as a villain. He's a yeah. comedy guy. Yeah. Paul Giamatti, he's a short, weasley dude, but, but he, he could be a threat. Sinister. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, remember that movie, Shoot Him Up. Yes. Yeah. 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 With um, Clive Owen. Clive Owen. Yeah. Yeah. He played the little mobster. Yeah. 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 He was also a villain and piece of shit in that. Uh, Agent, no, not Agent Cody Banks. Um, fuck, what was it? No, uh, it was a uh, big fat liar. Big fat liar with uh, Frankie Muniz. When they turn him blue, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> was it him and Hillary Duff? No, it was uh, Hillary Duff was in Agent Cody Amanda Banks. B- Amanda Bynes, Bynes. yeah. yeah. Um, That's but funny. yeah, but no, honestly, yeah, Paul Giamatti, and honestly, they can make they can make Mole Man legit because they can. Mole Man honestly is an outdated villain. However, with today's like um creativity, yeah. They could make him well, like they could make him real sinister, kind of yeah. like they did the Riddler in uh, the Batman movie. Yeah, make yeah. it like basically like a cult. Yeah, like and a like a like a mole people see, cult. My storyline would be with him, mm-hmm. where he's kidnapping children. Yeah, like to, you know, and and they have to stop him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, let's go take a quick break. We'll be right back. When all of America looks the same, finally, you can watch yourself on television. The Suburbs, the real-time reality TV show that chronicles the hopes and dreams of an entire population. How was your day, dear? Boring. I want to die. Whatever. You promised you'd mow the yard today. The Suburbs, the TV show that allows you to watch other people come home from work, sit on their couch, and stare into space, just like you. And this week, something exciting happens in the community. Those immigrant kids are playing in front of the house again. Watch the suburbs and see what we're all really like. Suspicious of neighbors, paranoid, bored, competitive, depressed, and swinging. Which are you? Find out Friday night's next season on CNT. And we're back. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. So we're going to fast forward a little bit more to when Fox got the hands on their property. Fox them. <laughs> they foxed it up. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> there could be puns all day. Yeah. My problem with the first movie was mm-hmm. the casting was the yeah. first thing. Agreed. The first thing was the casting. The dude as Reed Richards, he was, 
He was blander than plain yogurt. Yeah, and um, that's that was my biggest beef with him was that they just made him the science guy. That was it. Yeah, he was as, as, he was a knob. Yeah, as yeah. we all know that like there was a lot more to Reed Richard than just being like a highly intelligent person. And see, and that's why I feel like you know Pedro Pascal would bring a lot more gravitas to that role. Well, and not only he's supposed to be a highly intelligent person, he's supposed to be the most intelligent plan. He's supposed to be the most intelligent man on mm-hmm. the planet, Reed Richards. Yeah. And that guy didn't give me that. Nah, he, he had a good look. He gave me the science man. teacher look. Yeah, like, he was the like, boring science teacher, not yeah. the one that makes science fun. Yep. But the one that just basically reads the textbook. <laughs> Not even Bill Nye. He was right. Like, yeah. He was even fucking Beekman. <laughs> There's a deep Beekman's cut for you. Yeah. <laughs> he was more like Mr. Wizard's world. Yeah. Uh, old dude, boring as fuck. Yeah. No, and then, I mean, Chris Evans, God love him, but him as Johnny Storm, no. See, he was cocky. That was it. That was it. That was it. Yeah, he was yeah. a one-trick pony with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, when he snaps his fingers into the fire, he goes, yeah. imagine this, but all over. Yeah, yeah. And the thing <laughs> about Johnny Storm, like, yeah, he was cocky, devil may care, but, like, he had heart. He loved, like, he cared about his sister well, very much. Also, in the original stories, though, yeah. in the, if you go back, he was a teenager. Yeah. He wasn't, you know, he wasn't even supposed to be on the mission. He snuck right. onto it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Michael Chiklis, great on the shield, mm-hmm. awesome in the commish. Yeah. He is not Ben Grimm. No. Not even close. I did like um, that he was he was tortured, like, you know, coming to grips that yeah. he is the thing. So there is the bright spot to that. Dude, you mean when they pulled the Ninja Turtle on him? Yeah. When he has to wear coat, like the trench coat and a hat. Did he have like what? a did he have like a nickname or something? Like as like a disguise or whatever. I, yeah, he did. I can't remember it. It wasn't Joe Fix it. No, 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 no. That's the Hulk. Yeah. Uh, the but the funny thing is that is a throwback to the comic books because he used to do that. Yeah. Uh, but my thing is Michael Chiklis, even in the costume, mm-hmm. he was about the same height as all of them, and Chris Evans I think was even taller than him. Right. So it's like that doesn't say a hulking thing. Yeah. It's just like. A and, dude that looked like rocks. Yeah. He looked and, like he had a bad skin condition. And honestly, like, you know, and they were, they really were like restricted by the practical effects. Yeah. It's like, you know. Kind of like what they did in uh, Suicide Squad, the first one. Yeah. Where, uh, where it's Killer Croc. Yeah. He looked like a dude with bad skin. He was about the same height as Will Smith, yeah, too. Yeah, exactly. So, but Michael Chiklis, the, the costume wasn't even really that great. You can tell they didn't really spend a lot of money on it. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. They probably spent a lot of money on it, but not enough. No. I mean, like, we know somebody that made a thin costume and it looked way better It than looked his. almost identical. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, Jessica Alba. Mm-hmm. God love her. Yeah. Uh, she ain't Sue Storm. So... She's not honestly between you and me. She's she's, she's not, not a great actress. Okay, if it wasn't is, for her looks, yeah, she, I came to that. I, I came to grips to that yeah. because I was a huge mark for Jessica Alba back in the day. Yeah, like dark, Idle Hands, Idle and, Hands, Dark Angel, yeah. Honey, all Sin that. City. I was a total simp for her. Yeah, and so when I saw her as you were Stan. I was a Stanley because <laughs> uh, he created it. You're stupid, and, but but no. So when she was casted. I was actually disappointed yeah. because I felt that she really didn't have that image of Sue. Right. Honestly, I I th- I thought that um, Rachel McAdams would have had that role in the bag. She would have made an awesome Sue story oh, back in the day. So absolutely, yeah. You mean Regina George? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
But and also, so she was extremely bland. Yeah. Like because the thing is, is that Sue Storm was Reed's equal yeah. in terms of intellect and powers. There's yeah. a that, that's what made that was like what made the relationship so great but was that they were partners. She was supposed to be not bad on the eyes either. Right. She and, was she was a hotter Reed. Right. Yeah. Exactly. There was a reason why Namor and Do- and Doom oh, tried God. to get with that. Which, by the way, I hope that they include that. Yeah, not, well, not just Doom, all, but Namor. Yeah, but with Na- all the shit that that dude. Oh, uh, Her- Herrera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. but might, it, might have to get recast that one. Yeah. Well, you know what? I think they're gonna correct some of that shit with mm. uh, Deadpool and Wolverine. Oh, the time thing. Yeah, I think yeah. he's gonna go through different dimensions and pop off people. I think <laughs> so that's he's gonna pop the, off Jonathan that, Majors. Yeah, that, yeah that's why the TVA's <laughs> got him. Yeah. He goes, "I am Kang." Pah! No, you're not. not <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that helped fix the. Uh, Ryan Reynolds has Green Lantern, they- <laughs> or or Baraka Pool, Baraka Pool. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, but no, but but also my other um, the other thing that disturbed me about her as uh, Sue Storm was that they aired her up because like they did because they Jessica bleached Alba, her hair. they bleached her hair, they gave her blue eyes when she has brown. She is what I like to refer to as ethnically ambiguous. She could play anyone. She you don't know what she is. Yeah, I'm Latina. Like, like yeah, the, I can believe that. Like Vin Diesel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she's. She, I like to refer to it as ethnically ambiguous. Right. Kind of like Armand Santa. He can play any kind of brown person. Right. Or uh, <laughs> what's his what's his face? Uh, Cliff Curtis. Cliff, yeah, He's from too. New Zealand, but he could play Latino. He could play a Samoan. Yep. Uh, but yeah, but um, but. But no, like, uh, but yeah. So I uh, know I agree with you that the cast was not right. You know Be- who Sue Storm would have if it was in the nineties. You know who would have played a Sue Storm really good? Michelle Christine, Pfeiffer, Christina Applegate. Okay, Christina Applegate. She would in the nineties a young Sue. Oh yeah. Oh, teenage Sue. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. I can see. Oh well, Michelle Pfeiffer could play anybody whenever she wants. Yeah. yeah. Hell, she could play Doom. Yeah, <laughs> she but, no, to. but no, but yeah, so you know they, why? Because she's Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, but uh, but no, like, um, but yeah, you are right about like you know the whole cast being um just. They just yeah. sucked. But I don't fault it for the actors. Well, mm-hmm. maybe Jessica Alba. Um, <laughs> but because they were written very one-dimensionally. You yeah. know what I'm saying? No, they were. And yeah. They were. And it was it was like kind of they did it just to make it. Again, Fox doing stuff just to do stuff. Yeah. Oh, superheroes are hot now? Yeah. Well, because they hit it with the first X-Men movie. Mm-hmm. So now they thought that they were untouchable. Yeah. You know, they so thought, they could do whatever they want. Yeah, yeah. Then the sequel. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus! I don't Christ. know how the hell they merited a sequel. The first one actually did make money. Did it? It did. Well, because people were desperate for superhero movies. Yeah. I liked Silver Surfer. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to see Silver Surfer live action, mm-hmm. and they did that right because they did it with CGI. Yeah. As opposed to having a guy in a silver suit. Mm-hmm. Lawrence Fishburne did a great voiceover for it. And Doug Jones was great as the motion capture. Doug Jones is yeah. always great at doing motion capture. Mm-hmm. He's just fucking phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Abe Sapien, you know, mm-hmm. he's just uh, Pan's Labyrinth. He yep. was the he was the, sk- the skinny man he's, or the thin man. Yep. He was also Yi from Warriors of Virtue. Yeah. So he's great. Yeah. Uh, but that was, and honestly, that was it. Yeah. It, Galactus has a giant cloud in the sky. That was so anticlimactic. So... <laughs> So first and foremost, with Silver Surfer, the thing was is that he was a very multi-dimensional character in right. the comics. He yeah. started out as the enforcer for Galactus, who yeah, had he was no his regard. He was his herald. Yeah, yeah no he was regard for humans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he thought, okay, they deserve to be exterminated. Galactus is right. Until he had that conversation with Alicia Masters. Right. And that's what basically, it was his Grinch moment. At that right. moment, Silver Surfer's heart grew three Grinch. times its size. Well, my thing is, with, and what I didn't like with Alicia Masters is mm-hmm. they pandered and made her black. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't care it, what race a character is. 
but it kind of came off like they were pandering to do it, mm-hmm. you know. And even though it was a Kerry Washington, yeah, she's amazing. I mm-hmm. love her. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Like in Django, love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, it did, there was no reason to make her black. Mm-hmm. There was no reason, mm-hmm. uh, except for to have a black character on there, to mm-hmm. have a black actor in there. So you can go, see, we're not Seinfeld, which is weird because they. <laughs> I mean, like, um, but yeah, honestly, like it was. Like I said, I don't yeah. care, but it, it created a different character. Yeah. It, 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 I don't, my thing is, I'm not the one that's going to be like, oh, Little Mermaid shouldn't be black. But she's already an established character. She's not uh, in. You're talking about Alicia, right? Alicia Masters. Yeah. She's already an established character. She's in mm-hmm. the comic books. Mm-hmm. She's been in the animated series. Mm-hmm. Leave it as it is, mm-hmm. you know? And honestly, if you were going to include her, why not include her father, yeah. the puppet master, mm-hmm. in the movie? Right. Because he would have made, instead of going full galactic. Mm-hmm. Why not make the puppet master the, you know, honestly, it's mind it, controlling it people? Yeah. Honestly, yeah, because the thing is, is that Galactus is one of the most powerful Marvel villains ever. Yep. So to have him not just as a lame ass anticlimactic cloud, yeah, and have him just easily defeated, so easy. It sucked. Yep. It was just like a Apocalypse in uh, X Men Apocalypse. You have these, or hell, even Kang. Yeah. You have these uber powerful characters. Getting snuffed yep. out, getting fucking nerfed. <laughs> it's like, Ultron wait, is example. It's like, wait, Ant Man. Yeah, Ant Man beat but, King. But and the thing is, how's he supposed to be the big bad when Ant Man right. beats him? Even if it's like a fucking variation, yeah. each variation of Kang is one it's more powerful Kang. than next. Yeah. But but no, but I hated the fact that um, it was mad corny too. Like the second movie of Fantastic yeah. Four, it was so corny because like you had Reed trying to be smooth on yeah. the dance floor. That was cringe. Well, that it reminded me of. Uh, Spider-Man 3. Yeah. Oh, like his like <laughs> dork yeah, yeah, dancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His Saturday Night Fever yeah. dance. But also like the thing, the relationship between Galactus and Silver Surfer is a right. very like multi-layered relationship. Right. You know what I'm and, saying? And the thing is, honestly, the biggest thing for me, mm-hmm. the cast didn't have chemistry. No. Like the, the They're few, supposed to be a family. Yeah. And the biggest thing about like, for example, Johnny Storm and Ben Grimm, mm-hmm. they're always at each other's throat. Like mm-hmm. two little, like big brother, little brother. Mm-hmm. And they're always... Uh, playing pranks on each other and shit. Mm-hmm. Michael Chiklis and Chris uh, Evans didn't have that chemistry. Mm-mm. Like I didn't buy it, you know. And yeah. and the whole sexual tension between Reed and just, I didn't buy it. There was just yeah. no chemistry. There was like, yeah, no, no. And also, I didn't buy um, Sue and Johnny as siblings. No, they did not have that sibling bond. No, or like, and, the, and the, yeah, they didn't feel like a family. Right. And that's what the Fantastic Four should feel like and is the, a family. Exactly. And the dude that played Doom. Oh, I fucking hated him. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. He was written like shit, and yeah. the whole thing where his skin was coming off, yeah. and he was no. You know what? It, you know what he was. He was a knockoff William Defoe when he was Green Goblin. Yeah. If you look at his storyline, they completely nerfed Doom. Yeah. And they just made him a CEO of a company that he lost control of. So he's getting back at society. Well, it's better than the one I'm gonna we're gonna talk about next. Oh yeah, but before we get to that, <laughs> but. I hated Julian McMahon as Doom because the thing is is that Julian McMahon, he plays a better scumbag than yeah. an actual supervillain. Well, you he's, know, he's slimy looking. Yeah. yeah. It was because he was hot at the time because of Nip Tuck. Nip Tuck and Charmed. Yeah. So that's why they put him on there? Yeah. That's the only reason why. Oh, yeah, totally. And the thing is, is that Doom, like I said, he's the supervillain. Yeah. He's like, when you see Doom, you're going to shit yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, hell, his, um, what's it called? His, like, a... Uh, Pre-fight, like you know, quote in the Marvel vs. Capcom series is yeah. now you face Doom. 
That means you're fucked. Yeah. I didn't get that from Julie McMahon. Well, Doom is on the level of Darth Vader. Yeah. Doesn't have to say much, but when he says something, yeah. it speaks volumes. Yeah, and I did know? and like with an actor like Julie McMahon, who's like a great at playing slimy characters. Right. He's played as green scumbags. Like if he was a villain, he's a villain you would one shot. Yeah. He's a villain that you would kick out of a out of a building at the end of a Van right. Damme movie. Yep. Yeah, he's kinda like <laughs> Exactly. He he's this slimy dude that orders other people to do bad things. Yeah. But you don't really see him as like the ultimate genius villain. I was like, I am doomed, dude. I saw your ass on Nip Tuck. You're not a threat. Fuck off. I ain't it's scared like, of you. He's <laughs> like, oh, I'm doomed. Oh, you were a villain on Charmed. Oh <laughs> shit. Oh, watch out now. <laughs> Charm I, did have awful villains on there. I've never watched an episode of that they're, show. They're vil- dude, I've never watched an episode. Dude, of that their show. villains made fucking Buffy villains look like Gotham Rogue sit Rogue Gallery. So like when everybody was all butthurt. Could you believe they're rebooting Charles? Like I didn't watch the first one. <laughs> <laughs> Buffy, don't even get started on that. Right. I've seen half an episode. He, you know, he, you know, what reminds me. <laughs> June McMahon trying to act like Doom is like when Ross on Friends tried to act tough. He's yeah. like June. Hey Tribbiani, give me your give me your coffee. And Boom, Joy just pushes him. him. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I watched half an episode of Buffy and it made me miss Christy Swanson. <laughs> Hope not now, though. Oh, no, no. No, no. no. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, her Buffy was cool. Yeah. <laughs> her Buffy was funny. Yeah. But yeah. no, but like, um, but yeah, so the problem with like both movies was that yeah. the casting, the characterization, they, they were just... The 2000s was a dark time for superhero movies. Let's face it. Like, a lot of them You know who were you not, blame for that? Mm. Bleed. Yeah. Because Blade was such a hit yeah. with a low budget mm-hmm. and they were like, Oh, we can make one too. Well it's also is that they missed the they all and this is what studios always miss. They always miss why the previous movies were great. Yeah. Blade was great because well one, they respected the source material. Two, they had a creative director, yeah. a great cast, and so forth. <laughs> did you see that meme speaking of Blade real quick? Did you see that meme when Black Panther came out and they were like Oh, finally, a superhero movie with a lead uh, lead black hero. Mm. And, and it was that scene from the hospital. He goes, motherfucker, you out of your mind? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Quick thing. I, like, they did sensationalize that. Yeah. Like, like, okay, Black Panther is like the first African yeah. superhero on screen. Yeah. But, uh, you know, but there's been Blade, yeah. Steel, and all that. I love My favorite line in Blade, and I know we're sidetracking, mm. is when he goes, motherfucker's always trying to ice skate uphill. Which was his life's uh, ad-libbed. Did he? Oh, yeah. Motherfucker's always trying to ice skate uphill. That was my MySpace like, uh, quote was for it? the longest time. No, so going back to the Fantastic Four, so mm. the movie, the, those, those Fox movies just sucked. Yeah. So they thought, hey, rebooting is a thing. Let's reboot it. Mm. And so they did. And it was even worse. Yeah. Well, it was supposed to be a th- uh, a middle finger to uh, Marvel, wasn't it? Because Marvel was trying to get the rights back. The rights back. back. Yeah. So they said, we're going to make an, it just like the Roger Corman, yeah. we're going to make a movie to hold on to the rights. Because what happens is if you go, I think it's past 10 years without using it, mm-hmm. the rights go back to Marvel. Mm-hmm. That's why they were able to finally get Blade back. They were finally able to get the Punisher back. Mm-hmm. They all, Daredevil. Mm-hmm. They were able to get those back because all of it elapsed because nobody had used it. And also, they're now, they're making money again. Right. Yeah. So what happened was it was about to lapse mm-hmm. because of the other movies. So they rebooted it. Again, casting, no. Mm. Uh, they they colorized the Human Torch just because. Yeah. And you know I like me some Michael B. Jordan. Mm-hmm. I, I love me some Michael B. Jordan. 
Me too. But no. Yeah. No. They did get this thing finally right. Not the look of it and not the actor, but the CGI. Okay, definitely not the actor. No. Because he was unconvinced. Okay, I, the first I don't even of all, know who he was. Um, he was uh, Billy Elliot. Um, right. The Jamie, little, Jamie, the little, the little Jamie, Be- Jamie, Jamie Bell. Nah, man. Yeah. Well, no, the thing is, is that, okay, fucking Ben Grimm is a yoked out mook. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. From Brooklyn. This guy, they tried to make him look like an athlete, but he was still too scrawny. And that was the problem. Because, okay, I haven't watched the Fantastic Four, like the new, like the recent movie, right. because I don't want to. Because <laughs> I, I don't want to. I, I got too much respect for Michael B. Jordan. Right. The movie. I, right. I already went through the fucking horse shit with the Fox, with the, uh, you know, the yeah. 2005 and the 2007 movie. Now, Kate Mara as Sue Storm, I didn't like either, but she mm-hmm. was in a great superhero movie, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. She was in a great superhero movie with Tim Allen. Oh, I Zoom? Zoom. It oh, was a, yeah, I remember. That was actually a really good yeah. superhero movie with Zoom. Well, no, honestly, she is a great actress. Yeah. She's phenomenal. She was in American Horror Story, uh, House of Cards. Yep. So she's a great... Oh, and her uh, her sister is uh, Rooney Mara, a.k.a. Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so... No, she was... She a, could... Don't if, get me wrong. She was great. Brokeback Mountain. Yeah. All that. She's... I'm not saying she doesn't have the acting chops, but once again, there was no chemistry. Right, but I'm. Uh, but what I'm getting at is that mm-hmm. she could have been a great Sue Storm with the right material, and with the right, with the right Reed Richards. Right, because Miles Teller nah. was not Miles Teller. That that sounds like an 1800s like fucking fictional writer. Miles Teller here. <laughs> give me do the give me do the knickknack. Yeah, I mean, I saw the movie War Dogs. Mm-hmm. It was not great. Yeah. Um, I think you said you saw. I mean, Top Gun Maverick. I hear is good. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I haven't watched it yet. It is great. He was great in it. And the right. thing is, is that Miles Teller again, great actor. And see, th- here's the thing: the cast, all great actors, but they were just given shit. But no, right? right. Given a shit script, and they have no chemistry. Right. Exactly. Chemistry is a big thing. Yeah. I think that Iron Man worked. Mm-hmm. Going back to with Iron Man, because you said Robert Downey Jr., mm-hmm. the cast of Iron Man worked mm-hmm. because Robert Downey Jr. played well off of uh, Happy Hogan. Was it uh, John Favreau? John Favreau. They were great. Mm-hmm. Him and uh, him and what's his face, uh, Bo Bridges. They had uh, not Bo, no, Jeff Bridges. Uh, Jeff Bridges. Yeah. They had that great chemistry also. Mm-hmm. Same with and, Gwyneth Paltrow. And Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. They had that synergy, that chemistry mm-hmm. that made it a good movie. Mm-hmm. Like the way th- there were scenes with him and and uh, Pepper. They're just going back and forth, and they're like, you know, like muttering to them each other back and forth. I'm like, yeah. how the fuck did they do that? It was because like that's got to be so hard. They had that that '60s screwball romantic comedy charm right. between them, right? But yeah. then they also had like those jokes that would go back and forth, yeah, blah, yeah. Blah, blah, and it's like banter. And it's like, you got to have that. I, and I think it also helped that John Favreau was the director. So right. when you have a chemistry with the director, yep. that you're going to make some really great stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Tarantino has just to use Tarantino as an example. He mm-hmm. has great chemistry with all of his actors. Yeah. And he is the biggest goofball to his actors, so he makes them feel, you know, comfortable. Mm-hmm. And he, I mean, have you ever seen a Quentin Tarantino movie and gone, I don't like it? Hateful Eight, but I know what you mean, though. <laughs> Hateful Eight was awesome. What I are thought you talking it was boring. About? No, well, it was too long. Walt, because Walton Goggins was great in that. Yeah, but honestly, it just bored me to it tears. It was too long. However, anyway, so other, other than that movie, yeah, all of his other movies were great because all of his actors had great chemistry with each other and exactly. with him. But also because he the, knows that's what makes it is the, the chemistry and the script. Oh, the script. The script of is like the lifeblood. Yeah. And so if you're gonna like, there's only so much that Kate, Miles, Michael, and Jamie could do. Bro, the, and Doom, they made him a blogger. 
Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. Like he was supposed to be like basically a Columbine kid. Yeah, an inter an interdimensional blogger. Well, didn't they make them all teenagers? No, they were in their early twenties. They were uh. they it was some weird shit. Yeah. Interdimensional that somehow Sue Storm's father was now black. She was adopted and yeah. Okay, see, right there is just complicated right off the bat. Yeah. Because they're trying to change the whole lore without establishing the lore. Exactly. Yeah. That's like, not, you like, know you know who played their quote-unquote father, Franklin mm. Storm? Uh, Reg E. Cathy? Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know yeah. who he is. He's a character actor. Yeah. I remember he, he has the doctor from uh, The Mask. Yeah, he was yeah. He was their, he was their father. The Reg. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny because he's not Reggie. Mm-hmm. He's Reg E. Reginald. Right, but it's Reg Reginald Urias Kathy. Right, but he goes yeah. by Reg, Reg E. Yep. I'm like, that's dumb. No, that, but that's a that's an Alabama thing. I started watching that movie. I'm going to be honest with you, mm-hmm. and I clapped out. I just tapped. I was like, I well, can't do this. One of the okay, again, I haven't I haven't watched it, but I heard that they in that version. Mm-hmm. The thing Ben Grimm got clobbering time because that's what his brother used to say when he was about to bully him. Wow, is that true? I don't know. I don't think I got that far into the movie. Okay, if that's the case, <laughs> do you know how fucking dumb that is? Yeah. Okay, first and foremost, when someone's game, when a bully is bullying someone, they're not going to say it's clobbering time. They'll probably just say, "Hey, faggot," and then hit <laughs> yeah. them. Okay, you know what it was like? They tried to squeeze in the. Um, do you, you've heard of the negative zone, right? Yeah. In the, in the Fantastic Four comics, mm-hmm. they were trying to squeeze the negative zone into it. Yeah. But the thing is, in this negative zone, it's it's like doom. Wasn't didn't get burned and started wearing a mask. It was the the planet was infecting him and he was uh, kind of turning to metal. It just it was fucking. Oh, dumb. that just sounds dumb. It was so dumb. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't care for it. Again, yeah. the script was shit. It's kind of like um, Superman Returns. Mm-hmm. Brandon Roth looks great as Superman. Oh, he was an awesome Superman. But they were trying to make him Christopher Reeve, and the script was shit because it was all nostalgia fappy for Superman. Exactly. Too. Yeah. Yep. And. Honestly, I think that Kevin uh, Spacey was mm-hmm. weak ass as uh, Lex Luthor. Oh, he was shit. Yeah. Yeah. My choice, Brian Cranston. Oh, totally. My yeah. other choice? Yeah. John Hamm. As what, Lex Luthor? Oh, yeah. No. You want to oh, shave yeah. that beautiful hair he has on oh, his head? Oh, he'll grow it back. <laughs> dude, he has that. Dude, he actually played Lex Luthor See, in a... Wait a minute. He, ball cap. He duh. Could, he could but be also, a, he played Lex Luthor in a funnier die sketch. Yeah, he could and be he a, looked great. He could be a great... Uh, he could be a great Doctor Doom. Actually, yeah. yeah. I could buy him as Doctor Doom. Yeah. He and Brian Cranston, too. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Uh, but... So real quick before we go into the the new casting, fantasy casting. Honestly, let's go one to one with first, Reed Richards. Okay, who I would pick. Mm-hmm. I already said it, John Krasinski, mm-hmm. hands down. I, uh, there's nothing else to say. Mm-hmm. Once you saw him in uh, Doctor Doctor Strange, I was like, yep, yep. That's like there's some characters that I mean, there's some char- yeah characters that you see the actor and go like, yeah, that's like for example, uh, as soon as you think Professor X, who's the first person that pops in your head, Patrick, Patrick Stewart. Stewart. Even and, before he played him, when I saw him on Star Trek, I was like, dude, that guy would make a badass. Well, well, Even in the 90s in Wizard Comics, when they did fantasy casting. I saw that. Patrick yeah, yeah, Stewart. Patrick Stewart, yeah. Yep. Yeah, it was a new, the, the, I love that in Deadpool. He goes, Stewart, mm-hmm. or, what is it, Stewart, or uh, mm-hmm. what's the other dude's name? The Scottish guy? Oh. That um, plays him? McAvoy. He oh, goes, James McAvoy? Yeah, when he yeah. goes, Stewart or, or McAvoy, McAvoy which these is universes. Which? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because McAvoy is okay, but Stewart is all the way. But anyway, mm-hmm. John Krasinski, 
Mm-hmm. Who do you see as Reed Richards? Um, honestly, Krasinski as well. Yeah. Uh, right? Because the thing is, is that uh, Krasinski has grown to be such an amazing mm-hmm. actor. He's come a long Bro. way since, um, you know, Jim Halpert on Bro, The Office. I let him direct it. Oh, Have yeah. you seen The Quiet Place? Well, yeah, actually, it's funny you mentioned that because he was in talks to direct Fantastic Four. Really? He was going to, there was talks of him starring and directing. That would have been great. Oh, it totally would have been. Dude, he did that on Quiet Place. And yeah. How fucking great it was. Who would have thought he'd be a great director, too? I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yep. But no, like he definitely had the look. When I saw him in uh, Multiverse of Madness, I right. marked out. Oh yeah, in me fact, too. my girlfriend and I were the only person people in that theater that marked out. Oh, no. Everybody I, was silent. I tee heed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh shit, yeah. and and I was bummed out that he yeah. they decided to go with a different direction. Yeah. But yeah, me um, too. Yeah. Uh, have you ever heard his Emily Blunt story mm. when he went to the UK? Oh he yeah, yeah. customs. I went. I saw. Yeah, yeah. He it was, was on he, Graham Norton. He goes, "Yo, I'm yeah. married to Emily Blunt." The guy's yeah. like, "You?" <laughs> they so they totally heard him from Arrested Development. Like her, uh, or, or like the other guys. Who's this? My wife. No, seriously. No, seriously. Who's who this? <laughs> I was anyway. like, "That's fucked up." He's a handsome dude. So Sue Storm, yeah, not as Jim though. Mm-hmm. Jim, he didn't look good. He had some weird ass ears. And mm-hmm. anyway, yeah. but Sue Storm. Uh, what's well, the one I just said? God damn it! Either Emily Blunt, Emily Blunt. or uh, what's her face? Uh-huh. Uh, skinny little white girl. There's a lot of them. <laughs> and and t- was it Anna Taylor? Oh, Anna Taylor Joy. Yeah. Okay. I could see her Sue Storm. Yeah. You know, she has the uh, acting chops to do it. Mm-hmm. I honestly, I've been a fan of hers ever since I saw The Witch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Either that or honestly, you know who could probably kill this Sue Storm too? Mm-hmm. Margot Robbie. Mm-hmm. But again, that's. Just like with Pedro Pascal, she's in everything. She's in everything. That's over. You're right with yeah. the Barbie thing and yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah. But she would make a great suit. Yeah. Uh, so who do you think? So honestly, I'm happy with uh, Vanessa Kirby. Are you? Yeah, because the thing is, um, a phenomenal actress. Right. Um, but she is um, multifaceted too because she's done drama. She's done Multi- action. What? A multifaceted. Oh, faceted. What okay. do you think I said? Oh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the thing is, she has presence. You know what I'm saying? Like when she's on screen, you can feel it. She has that commanding presence, which right. the previous actresses who played Sue mm-hmm. completely lacked. Because the thing is, Sue Storm is the first lady of Marvel. Right. And so, and also, she has the um, chops to be in an action movie as well. Because you saw her in Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. She fucking crushed it. She, she was, was his sister, right? She was uh, yeah. Jason Statham's yeah. sister. Yeah. So she was able to hold her own right. with The Rock and Jason Statham yep. and Idris Elba. So yep. she definitely, and when I saw, and seeing her in that movie, I was like, yeah, she could play a superhero. In fact, when we saw that in theaters, the whole time I was going through like a list of like superheroes that she could play. Right. So, but uh, on top of, you know, pulling off, you know, badass action roles is that she has the acting chops and boy, howdy. Yeah. Does she have that? Yeah. So see, she, you're right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but Human Torch, Johnny Storm. Mm-hmm. I liked Taron Egerton. Yeah. Taron Egerton, I think, is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, he would have been great as Johnny Storm because if you think back to Eggsy, mm-hmm. I mean, that's pretty much Johnny Storm with an English accent, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, and I just, I think he he doesn't get enough credit because mm-hmm. he carried that movie as a young actor mm-hmm. uh, to carry a movie like that. With uh, like opposite like Sam Jackson and um, Colin Firth. Colin Firth. Yeah. And, and he was a relatively unknown actor before. Oh yeah, I've never heard of him before. Kings. No. And he was fucking great. Yeah. And he's also kind of snarky and he has the size mm-hmm. to play and he can do action because mm-hmm. 
one, The Kingsman. Two, Robin Hood, the one he did with Jamie Foxx. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. I still need to see. Oh, it's a great movie. Yeah. Honestly, it's it's one of my... It's like if Guy... Well, it is Guy Ritchie. Yeah. Never mind. I was like, it's like if Guy Ritchie did Robin Hood. Wait a minute, it is yeah. a Guy Ritchie movie. <laughs> which, by the way, you seen the new trailer for the new Guy Ritchie movie? Oh, Argyle? Oh. Which, I No, 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 it's another one. Mm. It's another one. Huh. I have to tell you. I forgot what it was, but no, there's another one besides Argyle. Okay. Um, so my pick for Johnny Storm uh, mm-hmm. would be uh, Tanner Buchanan. Uh, he's best known as Robbie, uh, Johnny um, Johnny Lawrence's son on Cobra Kai. Yeah. Uh, so he is just a phenomenal young actor because uh, on Cobra Kai, um, you know, he's a juvenile delinquent. He's kind of like a James Dean type mm. because Johnny was is uh, his estranged father. Right. And he was mostly raised by his mother. But his mother was more of a gold digger trying to find like a rich guy. So he was left to fend for himself. Right. Fell in with the wrong crowd. Then he becomes a student of Daniel LaRusso. So you get to see his character arc from a juvenile delinquent to an upstanding young man. Right. So I could definitely see him as Johnny Storm because, well, one, he's very young. He's 25. So right. he could still pull off being a teenager if they want to keep them like age appropriate to the comics. Right. But also he has that very devil-may-care attitude. He could be a cocky dude because on Cobra Kai, like, you know, he had like that, like, you know, badass, like tortured soul, right. but could also turn on the charm. Hmm. And um, as far as action, he's one of the best actors on the, as far as like stunt work right. on the show, because right. he does a lot of his stunts on there. So he's, so he's adept with action. Um, he's good looking. That's the thing with, with Johnny Storm. He has to be a hottie. I mean, Terry Nuggerton's a I didn't say he wasn't. Terry Nuggerton's a smoke show, yeah. I didn't say he wasn't. <laughs> you know, if he wasn't already Spider-Man, I think uh, Tom, Tom Holland, Holland would be great. See, too. thing is, Tom Holland is too boy next door. With Johnny Storm, you have to have like captain of the football team. Yeah, yeah. Um, so and and Chris Evans, like Chris Evans was great as Johnny because Chris Evans is a good looking dude as well. Um, He's all right, I guess. <laughs> the hate the hater player hater awards. Hey, listen. Shut You're up. in the running. Shut up. <laughs> the most diabolical <laughs> anyway, hater. So, but yeah, but no, um, but yeah, I um, my pick for uh for Johnny Storm is definitely right. Tanner. Now the next one, Ben Grimm. I only mm-hmm. have one choice, mm-hmm. and, uh, one choice will ever be, mm-hmm. and his name is John Cena. <laughs> he embodies everything that is Ben Grimm. Mm-hmm. You know, everything that is Ben Grimm is yeah. John Cena. Mm-hmm. And he's fucking funny. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course you would CGI the the thing. Mm-hmm. But imagine the chemistry he would have with, like, say, a Taron Egerton. They would go back and forth. John Cena's funny as fuck. Yeah. Dude. I mm-hmm. mean, come on. Let's mm-hmm. face facts. He is. Right. Well, um. And he it? looks like he could eat you. Yeah. 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 He was Mark Wahlberg. I look I'm like, like I ate Mark Wahlberg. He was like, I look like Mark Wahlberg. Ate Mark, Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg. <laughs> um, but with um, with Grimm, yeah. I, honestly, I love Ebon because uh, I'm a huge fan of the bear. And on there, he definitely has that East Coast mook um, he, vibe about him. He does, but that's not just what Ben Grimm is. Ben Grimm is also a military trained mm-hmm. pilot. Uh, all around fucking shit kicker, mm-hmm. and that's a John Cena. Yeah, which honestly, and again, like Ebon can pull that off as well. Because mm-hmm. let me hear me out. Because the thing is that 
he is such a multifaceted actor. He brings a lot of gravitas and nuance to his characters. Mm-hmm. So being, I could when you look at Ebon, you can see him as a military vet. In fact, he looks like a lot of vets all around. You know, see, all that's, around. That's the thing. But yeah, he's not. Ben Grimm isn't a vet. He's a well. Square I'm, I'm, I'm jo- saying military. Right, whatever. I'm saying that's he's what I'm like a square jawed. Yeah. You know. You know. Eats eats the American flag. Shits mm-hmm. out apple pie. That's mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> but and you see, and the thing is, is that. They're actors, know. you know what I'm saying? So they don't have to have like, you know, that background, uh, like, you know, actual background. But I'm saying is that he could definitely pull off not only the look, but also he's going to become a rock as well. Yeah. So let, so that's a bit, so saying, oh, square jaw and all that, that's, yeah. he's only going to be that for like, I would assume like for like 10 minutes combined. If that. If that. No. So that's, that's, um, when it's like, um, uh, not part of uh, yeah. you know what do you call it? redundant. Well, but but I do want to point out mm-hmm. there is something special about this casting because for the first time ever, a Jewish actor is playing Ben Grimm, who's one of the most well-known Jewish superheroes. Um, it was part of his identity. In fact, a lot of Jewish superheroes really don't get that time to shine. Like Kitty Pride, for example. Yeah, a very well-known uh, Jewish superhero. And she really didn't get that well developed in the X Men series. Well, actually, you know who is a Jewish superhero that is the biggest superhero known? Superman. No, mm. Spider Man. Mm. Peter Parker is Jewish in the comic books. Mm-hmm. He is Jewish. They don't they put nev- an emphasis yeah. on it, but yeah. he, is, he is Jewish. They never. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yes, but I don't look Jewish too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm from Queens. <laughs> if it was, it was Peter Parkerberg, maybe. Wow. What? Anyway, but they changed it at they changed it. At, you know, Ellis Island. <laughs> anyway, Doctor Doom. There's a to- I have a toss up, mm-hmm. and hear me out on this one. Uh, Mark Strong, mm-hmm. because Mark Strong just has that commanding presence that you need for Doom. Mm-hmm. You can buy Mark Strong as like a dictator, mm-hmm. or and he has played technically a dictator, Joseph Fiennes mm-hmm. from The Handmaid's Tale. Mm-hmm. He's Ray Fiennes' brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He plays somebody... It, it, if you watch him on The Handmaid's Tale, you want to kill him mm-hmm. just from jump. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. Well, I want to kill him from Shakespeare in Love because that shit really sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I want my money back. Right. I didn't even no, pay... I want, the, no, no, I want my time back. I didn't even pay to see it and I still want my right. money back. <laughs> no, but either... Honestly, for me, either Joseph Fiennes or Mark Strong. Mm-hmm. I love Mark Strong. Right. I don't think they put him in enough. Honestly, Mark Strong, really great. That was my... Uh, I got three picks, actually. Yeah. So Mark Strong is one um, for the reasons you said. But also, like, his best work, like, is such, when he's playing villains. Yeah. Like, he's one of the ultimate villain actors. Are you kidding? Kick-Ass? When he played the uh, mafia uh, boss? Yeah, was it um, the... Uh, DiCasio or DiMaggio? Yeah, yeah. D- yeah, he yeah. was. Um, was it? Um, uh, what the fuck? Did, what did his kid go by? Oh, uh, the motherfucker. No, that was late. That was in the second movie. B- Red Mist. Red, yeah, the Red Mist. Yeah, yeah. But um, but uh, let's see. Viggo Mortensen. Viggo. Viggo oh, yeah. yeah. Viggo Mortensen, like one of the one of the greatest actors of all time. Frank and, D'Amico. Yeah, that was it. I yeah. knew it started with a D. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I bet you did. What does that mean? You know what it means. No, 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 I'm asking. You know what it is? Mark Strong, the D? Yeah, you're I see gay. where you're going. You're uh, talking about Mark Strong's D and no, I'm gay? No, I didn't talk about Mark Strong's D. <laughs> I just said it started with a D. Anyway. And then your mind went to D. Anyway. Fucking gaslighter, gay lighter. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, but no, Viggo Mortensen brings an intensity to every role that he's in. Yeah. Um, 
Easter Promises. You ever seen that one? Of course. Holy shit. Like, of course. You, he, we all thought that he was a very sinister um, person. It turns yeah. out that he was actually an undercover cop. Spoiler alert. So yeah, to, to think he played the guy in, in a wheelchair in Carlitos where they pissed. I got no dick. I it, got no dick. It pisses into a bag. Right. See, see, right there, I'm glad you bring that up because that showed how multifaceted he is. He could go playing like a heroic character like in Lord of the Rings yeah. to a sinister character like in, um, what do you call it? Uh, Easter Promises to a pathetic character in Carlito's Way and to a man with like two lives in um, uh, History of Violence. Right. So he could do it all. And honestly, he can pull off Dooms, his gravitas, but it's also his like sinisterness, his quiet sinisterness yeah. to where if he's if you see him, you're going to die. He's the uh, Patrice O'Neill used to call it the the end of your life guy. Like, it's these actors where you see him in a movie, I'm that means gonna, someone's going to get murdered. He's like, I'm going to die. Like Joe Pesci. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like Lance Hendrickson. And Lance Hendrickson, yeah. yeah. You see him, he goes, uh-oh. Or, <laughs> Somebody's in trouble. Yep. Or uh, Michael Ironside. Michael Ironside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, but as as far as my third pick, um, Giancarlo Esposito. Uh, Giancarlo is, again, an amazing actor, especially when it comes to villains. I mean, yeah. And so... Especially when he does villain, uh, um, like in uh, Breaking Bad, he was honestly the most dangerous person on there. Gus, G- Gus Furring, yeah. And so when you saw him, that means someone's gonna get fucked up. What was great about him is that he was quiet, cool, yeah. And he's like, he didn't, he didn't really get angry or agitated, but mm-hmm. you knew you were about to get fucked up. Which was actually one of the great things about Doom, like Doom in the more. Like I would say like 90s to now Doom, yeah. like when they strayed away from like the golden age tropes, yeah, they made him a lot more, um, um, what's it called? Malevol- malevolent? Malevolent. 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 And Machiavellian. And he had this quiet side to his yeah. evil. And well, he had a he's a tortured soul right. too, because he is the son of what they used to refer to as gypsies. They don't call them that anymore. Mm-hmm. Gypsies is a derogatory term. It is um, uh, Romanians. They, yeah, yeah. Ro- uh, Roman Ro- Romans. Someone like Yeah, but 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 he went from that mm-hmm. to being impoverished and then to becoming the the uh, ruler of Latveria. La he, he was basically a superhero, scar- super villain, Scarface. Yeah, literally. Yeah, rags to riches. Well, he also world, had a scar in his face. And when he said, and he, and when it said like his scar face, the world is yours. He yeah. literally took over the world. Yeah. But he was bored and just like, all right, I'm just gonna give it up. Yeah. You got to be a badass motherfucker to have that type oh, of flex. Oh, you mean when uh, Doom World? Yeah. And then he got bored. I'm like, ah, mm-hmm. let's go back to where it was. Right. Which, by the way, there was a Doom, but could be a Doom bot uh, sighting in the Deadpool versus Wolverine. Or Deadpool and Wolverine. They look like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the one that's standing up on the platform. Yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, but yeah. And the thing is, is that you could do a... You could cast any actor... <laughs> Sorry. Of, yeah. You said Doom Bot and all I hear is Hanson. Doom Bot. I think... Dr. Doom Bot. But yeah. Um, but also, the thing with the... Latveria is a fictional country. It is. So you don't have to worry about the race for Dr. Doom. No. Also, he's going to be hiding behind a mask. If they do it right, of course. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, but, he was great in The Mandalorian as the fucking uh, oh, villain. Oh, uh, Goff uh, Midian? Yeah. Yeah. Goff Midian. I mean, he's great in that, too. Yeah, there you go. I mean, Giancarlo Esposito has been great for a long time. Dude, honestly, to, to see him go from bugging out to now. Yeah. <laughs> bugging out. Yeah. He was yeah. bugging out. Yeah. Well, he, the thing is, he uh, 
He's been, yeah, he's 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 had his he uh took his I mean he he earned his chops, yeah. but I think what blew him up honestly, yeah, was being Break, Gus. Breaking Bad, yeah, it was yeah being yeah. Gus and Breaking Bad, yeah. yeah. He was like, it was, he's those character actors where you always rooted for. Yeah. So it's like the dawn of their career now yeah. getting their big break. I mean, if you think about it, even Brian Cranston would make a cool Doom. Mm-hmm. Brian Cranston, or hell, even a good read. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He's a little bit seasoned yeah. to play, but Reed. here's the thing though. Now I could see Herbie being incorporated as a like robot? an advisor, yeah, like kind of like an Alpha Five. Yeah, who would you want to voice Herbie? Herbie, mm-hmm. like oh the robot, mm-hmm. mm, the voice of Herbie. Oh, I don't know, I don't know. See that that oh, there you go. Oh, he just hit me. Mm. That I can see Patton Oswalt doing. Okay, because he's supposed to be a snarky little robot. I yeah, can yeah. see Patton Oswalt doing that. Totally, yeah. same or uh, Billy West. Billy West. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Billy West does 152 different voices. Because I, I always picture, even when I read the comics, when yeah. Herbie was involved, I always pictured a high pitched, nasally, but extremely intelligent voice. Right. Yeah. So Patton and Billy's. Patton also was great. He was yeah. great in Modoc. <laughs> that show was so funny. It's hilarious. It sucked that they canceled it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, I look forward to the movie. They've already uh, cast the four, I guess. They're mm-hmm. announcing that, but I can't wait for them to cast Doom. Mm-hmm. Uh, next week, I want to talk about the uh, Deadpool and Wolverine. Totally. I'm telling you, that mm. looks hot. Right. With yeah. two T's. Hot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, but it's Ryan Reynolds. Come on, mm-hmm. and Hugh Jackman. Yeah, you know how you can tell a guy's gay if they uh, they say they uh, they don't like Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, no. Yeah. Well, if you say on a scale of one to ten, how hot is Ryan Reynolds? And they go anything below a two, a below oh, a five. Oh, they player hate below a five. They're gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because even even straight dudes are like, mm, mm-hmm. yeah, I ain't gay, but. Ryan Honestly, Reynolds, I ship uh, Ryan and Hugh, <laughs> dude. They might as well, right? Uh, Blake, he comes over. Blake likes to like, hello. Yeah, you didn't ask me. You didn't invite me. <laughs> I'm here. He's like, oh yeah, honey, how, how yeah, you doing? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. So, I want to thank you guys for hanging out with us. Remember to follow us on our social media. The link tree will be in the bio, and we will see you. Suspects are seen climbing out of both windows, male Hispanic and a possible male black.